0: And today I'm going to talk to you about finding customers. Now the toughest challenge facing any small business is always finding customers or clients. That's it, the big one. A lot of us skate around it and we rarely discuss it, but it's a challenge that we'll all face from time to time. And when we're faced with it, we very often say things to ourselves like, well, what if the work's not out there? We're on the wrong track, clearly. Nothing we do is working. Our competitors must be getting repeat business from existing clients. There really is no new work out there. There's something wrong in our business. Let's change a lot so that we're we're onto a different track and we're actually on a different road. And as part of mentoring small businesses, in the early years, now that can be um, funded businesses or businesses that are self-funded from the very early days where you're little more than a website and, a, and an eagerness and a, mo- and a phone um, to when you've made your first couple of hundred thousand and you're looking to grow and you're looking at investment. Those early years, so anything up to probably about five years, um, we will face gaps. Almost certainly we're going to be facing gaps in customer acquisition. From time to time. So looking at everything at once, you have to stop it. So people who are new to business, they might have spent quite a long time agonising over things like business names, the look of their logo, the colour of their website, how it feels, customer journeys, whether or not they need business cards, whether to register for VAT or whether they don't need to because they're actually too small at the stage they're considering it, but they think it might look better. So this is all really procrastination behaviour, which is avoiding the big thing that you need to look at. So all that small stuff. So all that stuff that you tell yourself is absolutely crucial. The branding, the look and feel, all the rest. You need to get it into perspective. I've done this many, many times, both in my own business and also um, for clients. You've got to really be able to disassociate yourself from your business from time to time. It isn't your baby. Or if it is a baby, it's going to have a very rough life with you, Um, mainly because you need to have a sense of perspective. Everything has to be in perspective in business. You are accountable to you and all of the other stuff is peripheral because you don't have a functioning business until you've actually got paying customers. So no matter how good it looks and how pretty it is, you're not going to get paying customers unless you're going for them and you're visible. Now, paying customers are those that pay a price that contributes to your business sustainability. I'm not looking at the special deal customers. Those, some people offer those in the early parts of the business and from time to time when they're a lot older to entice random people into making a purchase. They're attracted by price, which is the worst um, attraction vibe you can give off to any customer and they're very often expensive mistakes and the reason they're expensive mistakes is that they're often quite unknowingly employing slave labour i.e you because the the temptation is to offer a deal that just in a service-based business that just covers your basic operating costs but doesn't address your time and that's the slave part because you're really working for free now it's very different if you've got We've made a service um, into a product and you're selling that product or you've got a scalable product where you can afford that the first few are at a lower rate or a beta testing. That's very different. But I'm talking here about something that you're using to attract customers in that are almost permanently on a special deal. So even in the darkest days of slavery, there there was food and a roof provided. So you might need to think of yourself less as being a slave because you've still got to pay for those. You've got to stop looking at discounting. And that's the most common way that I see people bringing in new business. They'll bring in on a deal so you can have, you know, it's normally fifty pounds for this one thing and now it's 20 but it's only for three days and all you're getting are people who will always want that special deal they're never going to be a conversion upwards or the, there's so few of them that it really isn't worth your time now you can always discount products that's a great thing and it, there's, there's a whole podcast just on that but you cannot and should not discount your most valuable resource your time so here's the thing about special deals very few people, in fact, I would go as far to say nobody, values that which they don't pay for. And you've already given out the I'm desperate measure uh, message when you are um, swapping um, a special deal for a certain amount of your time. So as a business model, it, it's a non-starter. It absolutely sucks. And you might as well use that time for consideration and recharging yourself rather than going after clients with that particular uh, method. Suggested really because you, you without you being rested, you're almost guaranteed to make some absolutely dreadful decisions. And I know this from um, my own uh, early days in business where I would go for, for a long time with a very minimal amount of sleep and then make big decisions. And the, the quality of those decisions um, was borne out uh, by the results, uh, which were awful. In many cases, and I learned the hard way, so that's why I'm sharing it with you. It's not a, it's really um, a tried and tested path that I've been on before, um, and I know it doesn't work. So finding customers or clients is a tough process. Um, you're not going to, you've got to stop and work out what you're selling, and that's a, a big job. Working out a niche, you also have to work out where those people are going to be, and you need to present them something that they're going to buy now. On that level, it's simple. The real um, a, a subtext of that is that most people find it hard work. So let's take things back to before the internet, even really to real sort of sophisticated TV and radio radio advertising. Now most of those um, are slim shadows, but towns where they used to have busy markets where you could buy almost anything from darling needles to live chickens. Now, they, those market traders were a really shrewd bunch. And the reason I'm using them as an analogy is that you, they could spot a buying signal from yards away. They were really loud. They were entertaining. Didn't matter what they were selling. They spent the day only belting out a marketing message at top volume, including another happy customer at the end of every transaction. So they attracted attention, and those that were good at it attracted the most attention. Now we fast forward to now, 2019, and making noise is an accepted part of marketing, but the noise is often more visual visual than audible. So you have to get the visuals right, because statistically, you know, percentage of page views are less less than four seconds, 17%, uh, percentage of words read on web pages, uh, 111 words or less. Uh, percentage of words read on an average say 600 word five or nine three words average website is only 28 percent of your viewers so almost a, a fifth of page views last less than four seconds so that's your time probably lower than that actually when you think about what people are doing as well as looking at your website so you need to um, start looking at the sort of work that you're going to be doing. And I would say that you, it's a mix of, of interesting content, obviously, but also linked in to a um, keyword search that people are actually looking for. So we know that people are looking, for example, for getting more leads or getting more customers, which is why I'm doing this podcast. There are lots of ways of getting people's attention online. So this starts life as a blog, which also forms a script, which will also go out into social media, which will go into a podcast, which will then go across all social media that I own. I will then also change some of it. It'll just be tweaked and that will then go out to my list of top business social media sites. Now, at the moment, I've got about 60 in there that are... Um, Facebook groups and all of those allow on certain days of the week advertising some of them are advertise everything all of the time but the majority of them are um, membership um, groups which encourage sharing of ideas so there's a lot of work to be done and there are days where that's all I do seriously that is all I do is just pump out messages across these platforms that's going to generate the down the line of people signing up to my whatever it is. I'm going to say my thing. It could be a checklist, a webinar, um, a, a workbook. It could be anything. It could be a challenge. So they're going to be pulled in on that or they're going to go and read a blog or they're going to get in touch with me on Facebook and maybe start a conversation or they're going to start following me around and I'm going to start conversing with them. It isn't just a sort of throw them in there and get on their radar and they're going to immediately buy from you there's a load of stuff that you've got to do now paper click ads work they they speed up that process because one you can retarget them so you know that you've you've, expressed interest once in that page the likelihood is that they'll convert over time or you've got a better chance of them converting over time but it's a lot of work and what the really the purpose of this podcast is is to say that this is what it looks like it's just there's a lot of dogged determination just literally showing up and going across all of the platforms. Now, I've done that for years. It's the same as when I first started a business um, back in the, the very late 80s and it was all about networking. I was at every networking meeting, but that was all I was doing because my business partner was picking up the tab for all of the work that I was generating. And then we got really busy and I couldn't go networking as much and then we didn't get so busy because I wasn't going as net- networking as much. And that's really that cycle that small businesses get into, which is the first thing that goes down the pan when we get really busy and we've got those clients, is that we stop our marketing. And then every day that we're stopping marketing, we're probably putting about three or four days onto our, when we start again, onto our conversion rate. So it's absolutely vital that this is done every day, even if it's only 30 minutes, even if it's only 20 minutes, that you're out there genuinely, Engaging and putting that uh, work into bringing more people into it, and there's lots of ways now of getting people's attention online. And whilst we'll say, I suppose, arg- arguably, a lot of the social sites are pay to play. They're not actually. You 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 either pay with time or you pay with money. And if you pay with time and you're interested in that, I'll be showing you in the next podcast. Um, and I'll do a blog on it, in in how you can actually generate interest by only using your time when really, and I've learned that the hard way because there's been periods in my business where all I've had is my time and I did just didn't have the money to pay for adverts and I certainly didn't have the money to pay for adverts that didn't work. So I'll be talking about that in the next blog. But in terms of getting super focused on what your your clients need and where they're going next, just focus on one or two channels to bring in interest and inquiries and go in deep. So if you're starting out and you've no cash whatsoever to pay for ads, then get into social media, groups, commenting, engaging, being nice, being you, talking sense about life and business, not just saying, hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, and do some things that are really generating. So in other words, I want five clients by the end of the month, the end of this month, you know, April. What do I, we're here on the 27th of March now, where do I get those clients from? How am I going to go and get on the radar of those clients? So getting noticed does not have to be expensive, but it does have to have a huge huge amount of time spent on it. If you're going to want to get those clients in, which means you spending every day, not just faffing on social media, actually going into the groups, commenting, bringing conversations around to uh, make you sure that you're noticed being controversial, but being you and talking really about life and business and getting on the radar of all those people in that group. Now, the groups I choose because I want to go into as many people as possible are the larger groups. If you're gonna be spending a lot of time putting good content together and talking about stuff in groups and getting involved in that, one thing you're not going to want to do is to be messing around in groups with sort of 80, 90 people in them. There's, there's a market for that and there's a time to do that. But if you're in the very early stages of your business and you need clients, you are going to need, I think this is my experience, you're going to need numbers at the top unless you're offering something that's very, very much focused around that audience in that particular group and you have the time to establish really in-depth relationships so therapy would be a good one where you're looking at high trust small numbers of clients that might work but in general terms as a professional service provider you're going to need to have numbers and you're going to have to need to have numbers on you so if you're in social media as you on your personal page you've got to have a link on there to your business so if somebody's interested in what you're saying they can just click on that link and they'll see that you are associated with whatever business it is that you're trying to promote so hopefully that's been useful if you'd like some ideas and some support we've set up a 15-minute turbo call appointment system it's this is completely free And you can access it um, by emailing support at theactioneasters.com. We have a limited number of spaces each month. They are strictly 15 minutes. You come to them with one question really about your business. And we hammer out some ideas so that you can get unstuck. So hopefully that will help. See you next time. Bye.